Hi, and welcome to The Freak Show. I'm Andrew. And I'm Catherine. And on this podcast, we're going to be reviewing and recapping every episode of American Horror Story, starting with Season 8, Apocalypse. Okay. That's kind of scary. That's what we're doing, yeah. <laughs> oh, no, I meant the voice. That was scary. <laughs> Thank Which you. Which is maybe so. But... Thank you. So, what are you hoping to get from this podcast? What do you envision it being? Um, well, I thought it would just be something fun to do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. But no. Um, it's better than killing people. Very much so. No, but it's fun to do, and I think we talk about the show anyway, so yeah. we might as well just... It's a show that we both really like. Maybe so. You hate it. No. <laughs> so how long have you been watching American Horror Story? I watched the first season live. Really? You watched every episode live? Yeah. I didn't know that. I watched I the first episode. The first, like, ten minutes of the first episode. And you hated it? For some reason, I didn't keep watching it. I didn't hate it. I just... Then I watched the first few minutes of the second season with Adam Levine, but I didn't, mm. like... That Watch through it. is stupid. That whole thing is stupid. <laughs> we'll get to it. We'll get to okay, it. Okay. We haven't even finished that season yet. So basically, I have seen every... We've all... We've all well, you we haven't seen Asylum, but I've seen every season of American Horror Story. I haven't seen Freak Show, which is ironic. Oh. Because well, this yeah. is what, those, what it's called. Yeah, we're fake fans. Um, we're going to pretend Freak Show doesn't exist. <laughs> we're well, the Freak Show. Well, all of the... Uh, you know, the fan base of American Horror Story pretends that Freak Show never existed. Maybe so. But we'll get into that. For some <laughs> for godforsaken reason, we're starting with Apocalypse. I think just because it's live right now, yeah. we'll connect to these imaginary viewers we're going to have. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, American Horror Story Apocalypse um, is the long-awaited crossover season of Murder Which House. Is melodrama. It is very much melodrama, but I'm excited about it. Murder House and Coven... Uh, you know, crossover. It's very exciting, and the first episode was last Wednesday, and it was called The End. Oh, yes, it was. Welcome to the Freak Show. Episode one of American Horror Story Apocalypse was entitled The End. It's not called entitled. It's just called titled. Is entitled. Entitled meaning that like you owe something or like your own, you're, you're owed something. You're entitled know, to. Something can be entitled something. I don't think it can. I think it's just okay. the title of the show was called The End. Get a grip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, for uh, citing purposes... I'm basing this podcast off of a an article, a recap article that was done by ComingSoon.net, which I have never heard of until this moment. Maybe so. Um, but it's just a very, you know, good breakdown of all the major events in the episode. Disclaimer, there are two dogs in here um, <laughs> who may or may not... Uh, Be aggressively whining for no reason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so... Um, so, yeah. So enjoy. This, yeah. This... Uh, this website breaks down the most important parts of the episode very well, I think. Um, and that's basically what we're going to do with these episodes. Um, so basically... Uh, and like, also, let's just throw this out there. We're not um, reviewers. 
Yeah, we've never done something like this before. Yeah, so we have no, neither of us have taken, well, we took that film class senior year, but that did nothing for us. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this is melodrama. We're just doing this for fun. We have no basis in this. Don't listen to what we actually have to say about things. And also, shut up. Honestly, (laughs) the one person that's going to listen, my mom. Shut up, Karen. Not even. My mom. Not even. Diane. (laughs) Diane. Okay, so. So the first episode. Yeah. Of season eight, Apocalypse. Starts with a hair salon. Yes. Um, so we, we are immediately introduced to um, three characters. Uh, Evan Peters' character, Mr. Gallant. Um, Leslie Grossman's character, Coco. And Billy Lord's character, Mallory. Coco is some sort of famous zillionaire who's an Instagram... She definitely inherited it, too. Like, it's not like she didn't have I a basis. Think... Well, she, because she FaceTimes her whole family. I think her whole family is just rich. Yeah, exactly. Like I'm saying, so she inherited her money. She didn't, like, she didn't do anything. She, I see. Yeah, she's not. She didn't have a sex tape <laughs> that made her famous. <laughs> American Horror Story sex tape. It's just the O.J. Simpson trial. Oh. <laughs> I don't. Wait, wasn't. There's no basis in that. Oh, my God. I just confused O.J. Simpson and Bill Cosby, which is a maybe so at this point. <laughs> Uh, Back um, on track. So yeah, Coco is an Instagram celebrity and she's very, she's definitely very much the comedic relief, just like she was in Cult, that actress. Um, Okay, I guess. Billy, (laughs) Billy Lord, um, or should I say Billy Bored, because her acting is boring. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) I just thought of that. Get a grip. That's, that's. I'm just kidding. I, I like that actress. That's, the re- that's like a title of an actual review article. They'd be like, Billy Lord? More like Billy Bored. Yeah, from like, it's probably, would be Cocktails and Cock Talk. Like a shady gay. Literally, literally. <laughs> cocktails um, and Cock Talk. So yeah, Mallory is Billy Lord's character and she is Coco's personal assistant who uh, she bosses around and shit. And Mr. Gallant, who's Evan, played by Evan Peters, is a hairdresser who has a rich grandma, played by Joan Collins. I guess. Did it's you, Nana, by the way. Did you know who Joan Collins no. was? No. Well, apparently, she was on Dynasty. Oh. I think like, I looked this up, actually. She's like an icon. Gays yeah. love her. Yeah. Um, Dynasty. She's another comedic... These, all three of these characters, really, are comedic relief so far for me. Um, uh, yeah. Well, so, definitely... Well, hold on. Leslie Grossman's Coco character. Coco. The character. I don't care for her. I don't. I don't... I feel like she's always she well I, I say always but I just watched Colt when she was in it is she in other seasons no okay she just started season seven so Colt and now this season they seem like those two characters are like they could be the same person that's fair but I there are definitely there are definite differences I mean okay the the other character well we'll we'll dissect Colt okay but like this character I feel personally is a lot different maybe um, so rich and overconfident um and like kind of crazy which i mean her character in cult was crazy yeah whose name escapes me i don't remember meadow yeah anyway so basically entire storyline was melodrama back to this (laughs) her the beekeepers that's us (laughs) i know oh my god Um, anyways so yeah the they're in this uh hair salon and they get a uh uh, alert on their phone that there is a ballistic missile 
threat coming. Threat, yeah. Which is like the same thing that happened in Hawaii, which is what they fully talked about like two seconds later. Coco was like, oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. Them. Didn't that just happen? How did they get that in there? When was that Hawaii thing? It was, I, it was probably, probably fully a, two months ago. Yeah. No, it was so much longer ago. Oh, longer really? Longer ago? Much long, longer this ago? Is being, this report, podcast is being recorded on September 17th, so yes, that is the uh, basis of this. Anyway, um, so they get this thing and they basically find out this isn't a joke, this is real, and they pe- they see people like running through the streets mm-hmm. and uh, Coco gets a FaceTime from... It was May from... 16th. Yeah, they... <laughs> wow, a couple months ago. We both have no basis of time. No conception of it whatsoever. Continue, um, I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, so Coco gets a FaceTime from her mom and dad and her little brother, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> and she's basically, they're basically... They're in China, right? Something. And, like, I wish we actually got, like, not the transcript, but I wish it would have been easier to hear them because it was really muffled, I think. But, like, they were saying something about, like, getting getting to wherever yeah they had a private like, jet set up yeah I, like what did her dad what is her dad's play in this because i think it could have been like it could be more well this article yeah goes into it okay there's only a thing called prior knowledge you can see it um so maybe there's so. definitely people who may have known that this was going to be happening maybe so um also i've never been more serious about anything in my life are you surprised what? by how i'm acting right now no i think it's entertaining entertaining Enough. And scene. <laughs> it ends. Um, no. Uh, so yeah, the bomb. Okay, so basically they, the three of them leave the place and they're driving over to get this. Actually, it's just Mallory and Coco leaving to mm-hmm. get the private jet. Mm-hmm. Um, Mr. Gallant, who doesn't we don't know his first name for some reason. Who, by the way, this is like, just like crazy to me. He went home. He left the salon, went home, got his Nana, and managed to meet them at the airport. <laughs> they just left the salon. They left before him and got to the airport minutes before he arrived. Evan Peters' character It's arrived. a TV show, darling. I mean, I know. Um, so, yeah, they're basically, they're driving to the place, the air, airport hangar, melodramatic place. Um, and uh, so, basically, we get, she calls... Billy Eichner's character, who's Brock, I think. And we didn't know. I thought that he was... Her they brother. Were, I, you thought they were siblings. No, you did. I said oh. that's his, that's her husband or something, or her boyfriend. Because oh. she said, I love you, babe. I can't be without you or something. Oh, yeah, you're right. And then they were. And then she mentioned something about a contract, which made me think, is he playing a gay character again? And he's just in a contract to be Maybe with so. him? But don't people see in the trailer that he was like a zombie or something? Or... Just kidding. Yeah, there is a... In the trailer. I know. There is a... (laughs) I think that's not the last of that character. So basically, she's like, um, trying to get him to meet them there, but he doesn't make... He ends up not making it. Yeah. Which is ridiculous. Yeah. Small drama. Uh, and so yeah, like you said, Mr. Gallen meets, uh, them with his, uh, his Nana at the airport just in time. And there's something that's really interesting, and I think that I thought that they would go more into it. It's one of those things that you kind of forget would happen, but, like, people were shooting at them, trying to get onto the plane. I thought that was interesting, because people would be, you know, just Wait. doing anything to survive. No, the the 
driver was shooting. Well, weren't they, uh, weren't the people shooting at the driver? No, because they were just, like, they were just, not security guards at the airport, but, you know, luggage carriers. They weren't, like, anybody that would have a a gun. I'm pretty sure it was just that guy, and he shot them. Looking back, I think you're right, yeah. And he shot, like, one of them in, like, the shoulder. Remember, and that one kept coming towards him. Yeah, 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 and that's the one that killed him, or whatever, or got to him. Okay, so maybe they didn't go into, like, well, they did kind of when they were driving over to, uh, the place. Maybe so. Um... And so, uh, yeah, they're flying on the plane, and then, uh, they, they are like, we don't know where we're going, and they go... The, the whole melodrama of there not being a pilot was very... That was not, like, touched on again. There was no basis. It will be. But we don't know, yeah, we don't know how they got to that place, to the yeah. bunker. Yeah. Which is interesting. So basically we find out that there's no one flying the plane. Yeah. And, There's, uh, like, a white flash of light, which, at first, in the trailer, I thought we were gonna... I thought they were going to tie aliens into this. Yeah, well, that's just, that's, that's you. Yeah. I no, I, I, that would be cool, but I think that would be, every season we're like, <gasps> could that be aliens? Even in Cult, when there was like fully no supernatural things. Maybe so. I was like, aliens! Um, and so basically, uh, the bomb goes off and. Oh my God, that's, sh- that's, that. Huge thing of like, which I saw on Reddit, someone was like, Coco would be blind. She looked right into it. Yeah, you're not supposed to do that. But Maybe I guess they like, were far enough away, whatever. I guess, yeah. Also, again, like, it's a TV show. That was melodrama. That, that That's the perfect definition of a melodrama. So we, see, they, the, we think the plane's gonna crash, but they don't actually crash. Well. It's being, uh, it's fully a Harry Potter plane. We don't know what happens, because it starts hitting all that... Oh, no, wait. It goes back. Oh, yeah, it goes back. Because the scene right. where she looks at the mushroom cloud yeah, is yeah. after they've done yeah. it. And, uh... And then it cuts to the opening titles. So, it's a pretty crazy, like, frantic uh, opening sequence. Mm. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, that is the beginning of the episode. And then, after the commercial, we come back to this melodrama. Oh my god, yeah. That Uh, was, like, crazy to me. Who was with his family, his mom and his little sister. And this was, it was his little I think, brother. 40, yeah, little brother, sorry. And it was like 45 minutes before the yeah. attack, um, or the, before the bomb. And, uh. He was trying, he was. He looking. found out he was accepted at, into UCLA. Which again is melodrama. Loser. Um, and then right after, of course, they found out that the bombing was going to happen. Um. And, like, literally, let's just talk about timing once again. As soon as they saw it on the television after the father walked in the door and was like, put on the news. And the news said, like, you know, it was that guy and he was talking, like, oh, I'm not going to make it home, blah, blah, blah. As soon as that happens, (gasps) excuse me, as soon as that happens, you have, like, whatever you want to call them, CIA, special forces. Yeah, the men in black combusting through the door. like. Literally, like, literally point seconds afterwards. That's Yeah, so basically they come in and say, Timothy, you're coming with us because you have the perfect genetic makeup for repopulating the Earth, which... White boy, of course he does. Sounds, yeah, sounds fishy. And apparently only he can go when his family has to basically die. And so he leaves... And he had no emotion whatsoever <laughs> with leaving his family. That was, like, crazy Maybe to he me. knew. Also, didn't his dad say something about, like, his dad knew about it oh yeah 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 this article doesn't like, say that anything like that 
Yeah, because his dad said something like, oh, how did it go? But he, he his dad was so calm during that. And he was like, yeah. oh, I'm not leaving my family, which was ridiculous because... He, the, the dad was like, go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Something there. So... He goes with these people, and he gets transported no to... No questions asked. Yeah. He gets <laughs> transported to the Collective. That's what it's called? Yeah. <sighs> okay. Oh, wait, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. He gets transported to a facility run by the Collective. Oh. But that is the group. Oh, the so place that's is the Outpost collective? 3. The, the bunker is Outpost 3. And the Collective is the group of people that are running the Outposts. So that's who Sarah Paulson's character was supposed to be, like, reporting to and stuff. Yeah. So now Michael Langdon's character came from the collective? We'll get there. <laughs> get there. Oh, my God. Um, and so two weeks later, he, we, uh, or no, he meets up. Oh, with this girl. With the girl. What's her name? Do we even know? Emily. Of course. Uh, and she was in, she was arrested for protesting and they got her DNA, and then they yeah she something. Was brought for the same and reason. Timothy's DNA got picked up through one of those ancestry kits. Yeah, very meta, uh, very meta. meta. Yeah, yeah. That. because that's going like people are saying nowadays. Nowadays, lame. Um, that if you do that, they they store your DNA, which they do. Like, but like maybe that's why you've done it all the time. Because if there was an apocalypse, you'd be like. Please let there be a collective to take Literally. my DNA so I can live. And I'll be like, oh my god, I'll survive, bitches. <laughs> I have no problem living That's why I always tell you guys, I'm like, yeah, I'll survive an apocalypse. I know. I know. I'd get picked. I'd be in that collective. Outpost 3. <laughs> Put um, it in your Instagram. Yeah, name. I was just going to say, it's an Instagram caption. Welcome to Outpost 3, bitches. <laughs> it's just me and Charlie. That'd be great. Charlie, baby. Oh um no but listen um what was i saying what was i saying um i don't know the outpost <laughs> um oh it's like the ancestry kiss they get your dna from that oh i was yeah. saying that that's like a well-known thing they do take your dna but like mm-hmm. you signed that saying that they could yeah and also you can fully put no dispose of it really yes but like i think it's interesting you know what i mean who the like, why is that? I never understand that when people are like, oh, I'm not gonna. Well, it's one of those things of Big Brother being all up in your breadcrumbs. <laughs> in my home. No, I don't care about that. I don't think okay. Big Brother's got anything on me. It's just my Big Brother. It's my Big Brother's. Oh, we wouldn't want that. No, we would not. Um, oh, oh, the dog just made a crazy noise. <laughs> um... So basically, uh, two weeks go by. Oh, they're in this, like, they're, like, imprisoned for two weeks. And in the, when they're in these, this prison thing. Like, the cells. The bomb goes off. Yeah. Everything like, starts shaking. And they're, like, crying because their family's D.E.D. dead. Which, we bet knew that was going to happen. But like, also, with like, Timothy, at least. It's sad. I felt bad. I didn't. You just I mean, felt I bad because feel... he's a twink. Stop! <laughs> I don't feel bad for them. I feel bad as if I was in the situation. I feel bad as if I was in the situation. Yeah. Well, like, let's talk about... I know we keep getting sidetracked, but, like, the feeling... I may or may not looked, have looked at that actor's Instagram earlier. Nothing good. We're good now. Um, seeing that, like, seeing all of that stuff kind of happen like that, like, 
I don't really believe, like, the whole, like, oh, we're going to come take you because you have special DNA. Something, like, along the lines of that. But, like, only, like, elite people would ever get into government bunkers. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's, like, Like a real thing. Like, And that's how, once we get to the other characters that we've met, that's how they got in. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that her dad got her, you know, which to go in. Yeah, I don't, I'm not, like, that's what would happen. That's why I always say, this is ridiculous, by the way, for me to even have to think this, but if I was ever have a house, I would build, like, a, a shelter, a bomb shelter or something. Yeah. Because that's, like, people are, like, that's, that's a you're known crazy, thing. Yeah. you're a hypochondriac, but it's really not that. It's, like, okay, you guys have fun. BJ's, like, the, the wholesale, they, did I tell you this? They sell huge amounts of, um bomb shelter food online yeah it's crazy it's like in in um case of emergency food or something and it's like it'll say like six years worth of food is two thousand dollars and it comes in all these big packages and you store it yeah yeah john goodman's little hut underground is starting to look real good (laughs) in cloverfield oh i cannot believe you didn't get that you dick i thought you meant the actual john goodman i don't remember his character because that was a horrible movie it wasn't... Anyway, we're not talking about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, two weeks later, they're, they're, they finally um, are transported to Outpost 3. Mm-hmm. And as they're walking in, they are they walk by two people uh, dressed like it's 1930s. Like the plague. Oh, like, no, they all not even that. This... It's like 1830s. Oh, no, they had the gas masks. But weren't the gas masks in the shape of beaks? Or am I they projecting? They were. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah, they were wearing very weird... I don't want to stop you, but I have to. ...religious looking... This is emergency... It's emergency food. This thing is premium emergency food storage kit. One year for four people is $5,000. Holy shit. This whole... These are... Uh, Augustin Farms, that's the brand, whole eggs, 18 pounds, $180. Oh my god. Yeah, like this is like, this is an emergency food supply kit for 72 hours, one person. This is like, that's like crazy to me that that even exists. But I mean, I like, get, like go off, I guess. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's good. But like, I, like, that's a real thing. People really do do this because... You said doo-doo. Okay. They do this because it's like scary because it's like scary augustin's farms morning moose low-fat milk alternative 30 pounds 110 dollars continue (laughs) i buy that for normal meals yeah 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 (laughs) um so yeah they're they walk by um these two people who uh are saying we only we didn't mean it or something they're like begging they're on their knees about to be executed they definitely co co copulated copulated which is a made-up word honestly that's mel that word is melodrama copulated um it's such a fancy word well yeah that's fair um so those so those two people it's a man and a woman and they get shot uh they're definitely like teenagers yeah they were young yeah i think they definitely they were grays though because they, they were dressed the same as Mallory. And the Greys are basically like slaves. They they do, they do the housework. You almost said do-do. They do the housework. <laughs> um, okay, so once they're inside of the outpost, they have to be cleaned off. 
of radiation, which is just mm-hmm. a bunch of water. It's probably not just water. Cause, Chemicals. Yeah, it's probably got to kill the radiation. Yeah. <laughs> the dogs are eating biscuits, so it's making crunchy <laughs> noises. Um, and so once they are inside the outpost, they meet Wilhelmina Venable, played by Sarah Paulson, who I think is Vita- very snake-like. Vitamija. Vitamita Vegemin. It's from I Love Lucy. And that's exactly what that name sounds like. Will- <laughs> Wilhelmina Venable. Venable, like venison? <laughs> yeah. Like meat. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think <laughs> I think that she looks very snake-like. Yeah. There's something there. Um, so What's basically, her name? Wilhelmina Venable. So she basically, she explains to them what the outpost is and the benefits of their genetic makeup. And she explains the rules to them that they can't fuck um, and that they will be purples. Mm. So basically they're, they're like higher up and they don't have to like do any work, right? Oh, vitamin the vegemin what? Purple? Purple means that they're like higher up. They don't have to do anything. Essentially, yeah. the grays take care of the purples. Yeah, grays. Yeah. So yeah, this. Uh, yeah, they, this, this article says that they were the elites of the outpost, and they're not allowed to leave the building under any circumstances. Which um, go off, I guess. So then we go back to our original characters, Mr. Gallant, Mallory, and Coco. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're having dinner, and Coco's complaining about the meal, and she says, why don't you have any pirate's booty? But oh. she can't sit here and tell me that a rich bitch like her eats white cheddar popcorn. No, that's her guilty pleasure. She doesn't <laughs> She doesn't tell her fitness coach about that. Is that what she said? No, I just make it That'd be funny out. if she did, but that's, that's pretty good. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically... Kathy Bates' character comes out, Ms. Mead, and she is full-on Bull, Bull Dagger, Dagger Diesel, Diesel Dyke. Dyke. Yeah, she's fucking <laughs> lesbian. So she is, we, we learn some more about her character later on the episode. But she comes out with a radiation detector, and she finds out that this, that Mr. Gallant, Evan Peters' character, has been contaminated, and that, I don't remember the actor's, or the character's name, but he's played by Jeffrey Boyer Chapman. His boyfriend, Stu, <laughs> was also... Uh, contaminated. So we find out that uh, Stu and Mr. Gallant have been contaminated and they have to, they get dragged outside. And I thought that they had copulated because Mr. Gallant, I'm pretty sure is a gay bow. Wait, you still don't think that they did copulate? Because I do. I don't think so. I feel like, well, I mean. How did he get contaminated? Miss they didn't get oh that's yeah. right that's well, right we find out later that there is some sinister shit going on yeah and there may have been some lies and tribulation nope lies, lies and deceit you just wanted to say tribulations because Kathy Bates looks like a bulldogger to dyke <laughs> yeah um uh, tribbing oh my god enough so they were they were both they're both getting taken to the disinfecting chamber and they get treated. So basically they strip naked. There's some gratuitous m- man ass because the show's mm-hmm. run by gaybos. Mm-hmm. Um and basically they're like scrubbed down, like bloodied. Yeah. With these things and like 
like those those brushes you use to wash your car they're scrubbed yeah with those yeah it's fucked. it's yeah it's disgusting um so disgusting after that scene we basically find out that miriam which is allegedly her first name ms mead kathy bates character um who is venable's second in command they visit uh their private venable's private quarters and we thought something gay was about to happen. Yeah, I thought they were about to lock lips. They were. They were like... It was weird. But basically, yeah. so Ms. Mead um, is wearing a purple. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, if anyone else saw me in this, like, why, what do you think that was about? Hmm. I didn't really even click. So is Venable a gray? That wouldn't make sense. Oh, no. She said earlier she's above that. Or, like, not above it. She doesn't have a color. And I don't think Ms. Mead does either. I don't know. Anyway, so basically, they discussed how they faked the radiation incident from earlier. Yeah. Uh, they were creating melodrama. They really were. They were like, uh... So basically, we find out that they're sinister and, and they love torturing people. And they, you know, bond about that. I guess, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Which is what we do. And so basically they, uh, they find out, they think, so basically they're listening to music and it's the same song over and over again. Uh, yeah. It's too carp the Carpenter song. And another song comes yeah. on and. They like freak out. Evan Peters, Mr. Gallant, he's like, they're going to come save us, which was unfounded by the way. <laughs> he was just listening to the lyrics too much. Yeah. And I mean... I mean, maybe they will come save him. Well, Michael Langdon's character shot showed up. We're forgetting a very important part that this thing forgot. What? This thing didn't even mention that stew was oh, contaminated. Oh, was turned into a stew. Yeah. So basically, they <laughs> cut up stew's body and they feed it. They feed him to Allegedly. Everybody. I think that's real. I mean, it could... It very well could be, but on the same, same point, I guess it, you know, it just could have not been. You know what I mean? I don't know. <laughs> I think it was. Fair enough. I think it's safe to say that it was. And we get that beautiful campy line from Jeffrey Boyer Chapman's character. The stew is stew. And it was it was something all right. Melodrama. So, uh, yeah. So, basically, they think... So, yeah, back to that scene. They think everyone... They think they're gonna... The cooperative is gonna come rescue them. Yeah. Um, but, unfortunately... After 18 months, no one comes, and we that find out... That was so funny, though. It was, yeah. We find out that nuclear winter had taken over the entire planet. Which is ridiculous, but go off, I guess. Something else that we failed to mention is that Adina Porter is in this season, as per usual. And she is a purple, and she's in this outpost. Three. Yes, and she's, like, famous, I'm pretty sure, isn't yeah. she? Yeah, yeah. Somebody made a comment about, oh, my grandma or something used to watch you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. All right. So, I'm switching. I feel like there are things we're missing. So, I'm switching to a different article. Oh, yeah. Well, did we... Let's finish the episode up. Let's let's finish the review of the episode. And then we can... Then we'll talk, like, points. Like, because what else happened after, like... Okay, so they ate stew, allegedly. Yeah. And then... Then the 18 months thing happens. The 18 it did for 18 fucking months. Which the time jumps are alarming. Yeah. Uh, and so no one, basically no one is 
uh, coming to save them, obviously. So basically, Ven Venable announces that due to a lack of supplies, they're going to be reduced to one meal per day, mm. which not bad. It's a nice diet plan. No, and also, I'm still really into trying to figure out what that little cube thing is so interesting to me. It has all of your vitamins, everything that the human body would need for a day mm -hmm. in that little tiny cube. I think that's cool. And then, but then Agena Porter's character is like, so they say. She's like, allegedly. Maybe so. She doesn't so. believe that. Because for all they know, she could be, they could be poisoning them. Also, can I just say that they usually make her such, like they make Adina play like, not a bitchy character, but you know what I mean? Like a bit, like a really big attitude. But like this woman, we've seen her so far. She's like very like, oh, yeah, that's she's... so happy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's kind of upbeat and positive. Yeah, so it's interesting. It's mm -hmm. not. That yeah. was just another thing, because we didn't mention Adina. I don't even know, what's her character name, Dina? Uh, Dina. Oh, that's ironic. Yeah. Or Dinah, I'm not sure. I don't remember how they pronounced it. I think it's Dina. Um, so they're having this dinner after Venable announces that they only have one meal a day. And a, a little arm goes off, and they basically find out that there's been a breach of the perimeter. And in walks with two horses with those bird masks on in mm. a fucking carriage. And I guess I thought it was the coven. Honestly, though. Yeah, but out walks Michael Langdon. Who introduces himself as who? Michael Langdon. He says, my name is Michael Langdon? Well, he shows the ID card to Venable. Oh, what's this guy's real name? Michael Langdon. No, in real life! Cody Fern. I thought his name was Michael Langdon. I'm a dumb bitch. That's the character's name. I know. Now I know. Okay. Um, Michael Langdon, this article says he's the director of the cooperative arrives at the outpost. He had been sent to evaluate which people were worthy of being transported to the sanctuary, a higher security outpost. And mm. when we first meet Michael Langdon, the song that is played in the very first episode of American Horror Story Murder House plays. So it's a nice callback because obviously he is the son of... Uh, oh, God. Connie Britton Hay Connie, Connie Britton's hair. Connie Britton, her act Oh fuck. Vivian Harmon. Oh. He is the son of Vivian Harmon and Tate Langdon, mm. who we all know when you copulate with a specter, apparently <laughs> That's what you get. You get the Antichrist. Tries it. Well, I mean, who would want to get fucked by a ghost? Honestly, that's gotta be some wild shit. <laughs> Super cold. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> Did you just hear my voice go through that lamp? That was nuts. Oh! Oh! Uh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's... So what do you think? So the, the, the episode end, ended... Episode ended. Ended with... Um, Kathy Bates kills the horses like the true dagger dyke she is. And she pulls one of them away because they're going to eat it. Yeah, Kathy Bates... A 75-year-old woman, allegedly. I don't know if that's how old she is. Um, <laughs> pulled that pulled giant a ass giant-ass horse. horse into the woods. Mm -hmm. And also, they should just use the meat. Get a grip. I think they were, you idiot. Oh. I think she was pulling it back. That's, f that's fair. What? Um, okay. So, yeah. Uh, so, here are some things that we might have missed in that article. Okay. Let's, let's, let's discuss this. Let's see what we can get at here. We've, okay, so 
a ticket to be in the outpost is a hundred million dollars. Okay. <laughs> That's Oh, and we find out Emily and Timothy fall in love. Which Oh my god, course. that's a storyline that I don't need to talk about. I mean, that storyline I'm I'm just not. I just don't like that they have to um they have to push that relationship no matter it just seems like no matter what in like a, you know in a, in any type of tv show lately they're always pus- pussing oh Ew. they're always bussying oh my god <laughs> they're always pushing like i understand that there's gay characters on the show and everything like that but i'm just saying like um they're pushing heterosexual yeah when they don't need to if they it you know it might it might be inter- honestly in my opinion i swear to god that like when you sign a contract with the tv show network they're like okay well read the guidelines and it fully says you must have one heterosexual relationship or oh. more present during each season or each episode or something maybe that'd but be interesting it, hopefully it will be integral to the plot that they're in love i guess or it's just the drama that they can't it's have Romeo sex. and Juliet. It is. I said Locked that during this place. Yeah. Get a grip. Honestly. Um. So one thing. No. <laughs> <laughs> so uh. One thing that's annoying to me is that a lot of fans of the show are like, "Where's Coven? Where's Murder House?" And I'm like, "It's the first episode." Literally, yeah. Yeah, I'm like, "This is a new season. Let the new season." have its exactly. own thing it's, it's own very episode. much the re- there's a reason we have all new characters honestly it's not it's not just a crossover between those two there's still exactly. a third entity within that which is the apocalypse i wonder what next season will be like obviously i don't think they're gonna go back and like do another crossover event oh here it says venable said that emily and timothy are dressed in purple because the color the purple color purple is worthy of those who can survive. And then the servants wear gray. I'm Mallory being a servant. Yeah, Mallory is... So basically... Which, to me, that doesn't make sense because she got... She came up with um, Coco. And Coco's dad said that there was two spots. So why did Probably for it Coco does, and Brock. Yeah, but the spot was already paid for. So why couldn't Mallory just take that spot? That doesn't make any sense. And become a purple? Yeah. She must have been deemed not I guess, able to yeah. survive. Because that's what it is. It's basically like who can survive and who is mm. perfect DNA, which is ball drama. Um, so, yeah. Hmm. Oh, yeah. And then Timothy and... Uh, Emily, have one kiss a week. Get a grip. Honestly, there are people that are for sure already dead, but they're still dying. We don't need you to worry about kissing. Literally! Yeah, that's um, stupid. Yeah? I'm just trying to look at uh, more things that we might have missed. Coco St. Pierre, a billionaire heiress who just wants to be taken seriously. 
on Instagram. <laughs> oh yeah, this is why we find so all the characters. This is what I was gonna be. Okay, so I wanted to talk about what color all the characters were. Okay. Um. So, obviously, Timothy and Emily are purples. Mr. Gallant, yeah. the hairdresser, Evan Peters character, is uh, purple. His grandmother, Evie, played by Joan Collins. So here's the other thing. That doesn't even make sense because they showed up. They weren't meant to live there. It's not based on who bought it. It's based on who they deemed to be genetically perfect or whatever. Oh, I guess. Which we, I mean, that, there could be more to that. Okay. Um, Evie is a purple, the grandmother, um, Coco is a purple. Dina Stevens, played by Gina Porter, is a purple. Um, and the only gray that we really know is Mallory, who's mm-hmm. played by Billy Lord. There are other grays around, but those characters we don't care about. Um, and there's one thing we also forgot. Timothy got out of the shower, and he saw 666 written in the steam on the mirror. And a w- voice whispered saying, Beware! Which, Which is, like, ridiculous. Uh, for a second, I was like, like "This is Harry Potter." This is Harry Potter. He was li- he was li- he was hearing it in a uh, basilisk. What's the language? Oh, is that, that's the language, uh, right? Parcel tongue. <laughs> yeah, he heard it in parcel tongue. That um, is. That's literally it, though. That's so funny. But like, also, what was there already an entity in the household? I don't know. There. So let's discuss some fan theories that we've seen. Okay. Um, that you've seen, and I'll comment. <laughs> I mean, you haven't seen anything? I know that you'd like I mean, to go on Reddit. I do, but I don't have time to read people's long-ass things. Well, yeah, I know. And mostly, let me just say that a lot of the people on Reddit just seem like teenage girls. Yeah. And and it's, they, like, very annoying. So a I lot of it, don't. I don't like when people say, uh, this has already been posted on here. Um, yeah, and they, like, and they're like Tur- We've been new, or, like... I'm like, don't be mean, people, yeah. but also read it. Don't <laughs> honestly <laughs> like people just make posts and they don't even like. Yeah. Anyway, so there is a theory that Andrew hates Reddit. I I mean I it's a love hate relationship. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's it's a theory that all of the outposts are based on or are above famous American Horror Story locations. Yeah, I heard that. Like the murder house has one asylum coven. The freak What's the show. point of that? I don't know. I think it's baseless and yeah, quite frankly so. stupid. No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I mean, it's interesting. And if if they were to go, it would be cool for like the fans. I think. I mean, yeah. First off, I don't see them ever doing something like that where they like really give in to that type of like yeah theory. But like, um, what it what would that even like? Wh- what would that hold if they were even on those locations? Like, let's just say that one of the bunkers was above where the freak show circus was. Um, I don't know. Like, what is that? I don't know. Same. Um. So what are some yeah. other ones? Oh, I'm are just, you looking? Yeah. Okay. 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 American Horror Story. Um. Oh, people think that there is some sort of male coven 
because uh, Cheyenne Jackson, who did not appear in the first episode, he is in the theme song. Cheyenne Jackson. Yeah. He's he, in the theme song? Theme credit? Yeah, he's a, his name is in the credits. Okay. Uh, and uh, people think that Michael Langdon has, like, witch powers, what? and he was a part of this male coven, which, I don't know, I don't think. Oh, wait a minute. Hmm. Spoiler. Wait, is this what you just looked at? The coven has a new member? Well, no, I saw that earlier. Oh. He's but yeah, that's, so fucking hot. Let's, let's cool it. I mean, there he looks good. But. He looks fucking hot. Is he gay? Yeah. Are you gay? Flashback to when Outpost 3 was a male coven. Um. Oh. Oh. Oh, that's right. I definitely think this is the case as throughout all of the trailers we see Michael with his long hair yet in this scene and the other scene where he cast a spell for the four dudes. That's right. When Michael... My nose is so stuffy. I'm Same. so sorry. Um, when Michael is like ca- casting that spell in the room and we get like an aerial shot kind of and we see like snow or something on the ground, there's four guys sitting at the table. It's weird. So they're saying that... Billy Porter the- is one of those guys. Oh. Billy Porter? Yeah. <gasps> Oh, brother of Agena Porter. Allegedly, they're they look the same. They're they're the, they're twins. I know. Okay, I think we're gonna wrap oh, up. Oh, it was hinted at with Venable saying that the outpost was an exclusive boys' school before the blast. Yeah, and that's they got that from. Yeah, that's a callback to Coven. All right, I think we covered all the bases. We'll, we'll end with this. What do you think is happening next? Oh. I don't know. That sounds so dumb, but I have no idea what the season is going to hold or what the end game is. I think we're going to have or a few episodes. where the other characters are going to come in. Well, yeah, I think that's... Ryan Murphy said that there's a, a big twist halfway through the season. Mm-hmm. And I think that's when we're going to start getting some old characters back. Oh. I think that... I didn't know that. Uh... They're going to be in this bunker for a little bit, and we'll see some more, and we'll learn some more backstory about some of our characters, and uh, and maybe find out, you know, some more information. Obviously, that's <laughs> obviously what that is, is going like to happen. That is like a basis of everything. <laughs> for TV show. Are you having fun? <laughs> We're going to find some more stuff. Yeah, my nose is really bad all of a sudden. Yeah. All right. Um, do you have anything else you want to add? So did they come out with a promo? They did, but it just showed, they're being really secretive. It just showed footage that we've already seen. That's what I thought when I just saw something. Um, I don't know. I hope that it's, I hope it's going to get like scarier or creepier or something. Um, and. I have a feeling there might be more psychological. Yeah. Cause like them eating stew wasn't scary. I'm not scared of people on TV eating uh, human. Yeah, yeah. That's just everybody's like, oh my god. But I mean, like, I, I don't think people are like that. No, I no, no. That... I meant like people on the show, like Coco. Oh she yeah, was being yeah. So fucking dramatic. Oh, so oh that's the real god. question. Would you eat? Yeah. The bottom line: Would I eat somebody? Yes. If I had no food, yeah. Yeah. So all in all, that's episode one yeah. of American Horror Story yeah. Apocalypse. Um, it's unfounded. 
that I know. voice. Tune in next week where we talk about episode two of American Horror Story. Apocalypse. Apocalypse. Apocalypsical. Yeah. Apocalypto. Yeah, man. Yeah, Jimmy Buffett song. <laughs> Jimmy Buffett and Charlie XCX uh, collab. Oh, uh, she He'd be like playing the guitar and she'd be like, yeah. Ah! Work it, work it, work it. Marguerite Aville. <laughs> Like, yeah, margaritas, beaches, Turks and Caicos, nice and freezy. Oh, all right, say goodbye. Goodbye, goodbye, six, 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 beware.